0: That's on Note Recordings. We recently caught up with the one and only Mr. Richard Earnshaw and asked him what he's up to at the moment. The Essential House.
1: Well, um, basically, I've just finished my first uh, solo album, uh, which I literally finished about sort of three or four weeks ago. So, um, obviously, lots going on there. You know, all the kind of being pressed shenanigans and sorting out the the order of singles and the remix packaging. Um, obviously, in terms of our labels now with Duff Note 151 and Guests, this literally is just a, a continuous onslaught of uh, um, production and, and getting new tracks ready. And we've signed up some really, really cool stuff as well. So we're pretty pretty hectic full-on between now and like the end of time. Um, and yeah, loads of remixing as usual. So yeah, it's just a proper full-on uh, sort of 25-hour day in the studio ready for us.
0: Stereo Sushi, food for the soul. On the back of the label thing, who actually influences your remix style?
1: Who influenced my remix style? Um, That's a tricky one. Uh, I don't know, really. I mean, I was always... I mean, I'm I'm a a pianist by trade, you know. I've, I've been playing for, like, 26 years now, I think, um and a lot I was classically trained, I moved into jazz, and I basically played live jazz piano. That's what I did. Um, and in my spare time, I used to mess around with computers, um, making electronic music, not too dissimilar to how the spirit chaser sound has kind of formed over the last sort of ten years. Um, so it really was literally throwing the two together, um, and at the same time it's kind of, Hearing, um, you know, going to clubs and, and stuff like that, and hearing some of, the, some of the early kind of house music. And then I kind of realised, oh, hang on a second, this is what I'm trying to do. Because I'd not really kind of immersed myself in the industry at that point. I was very much just, you know, in my room, you know, 15, 16 years old, sort of messing around. And it kind of like built up from there, really.
0: The Essential House. So, on the back of that, do you prefer actually being in the studio or did you prefer actually going out DJing yourself?
1: Oh, they both, both satisfy me in different ways, to be honest. Um, I love going out DJing, it's great fun. Um, albeit, I'd much rather be playing on stage with a band I must admit, you know, doing all that kind of stuff live um, because I think there's, you know, from a musician's point of view, for me personally, you know, there's such a connection when you've got a whole bunch of guys on stage and you're creating your music and it gives you so much scope to kind of elaborate and expand on themes and ideas, whereas obviously um, when you're DJing, it's more difficult. You know, obviously you've got all the newfangled technology, you know, loop systems and all this stuff that you can do on, on software, but it's still not quite the same. Um, but I get a different buzz from when I'm DJing. And, uh, you know, I'm, it also allows us to play out all the music that we're doing live, you know, all the music we're doing in the studio. And, you know, there's, there's, those two different areas all kind of, like, help sort of, to, you know, they're combined to create this all-encompassing satisfaction of, of music for me and for, obviously, for us as well, you know, with the labels and stuff.
0: High Fidelity Soulful House Music, fresh from the deep. So, do you, are you using CDs, vinyl, or have you started using the like, some Ableton and Serato for your light sets?
1: Well, I'm still on CDs. Um, it took me long enough to kind of get out of the vinyl thing onto CDs. Um, so, I have used um, a Tractor. I've not used Serato before. I have seen these things used, and I've seen them used, you know, in situ and in a club. And I've also seen how much faffing around there is for the DJ. You know, if they're late. And they've got five minutes to get themselves together. You've got to plug all this stuff in and it's just like, you know, just chuck a CD on, do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm staying firmly in the CD camp at the moment.
0: Back on the label side of it and the production side of it, is there any artists or singers, um, musicians that you haven't worked with that you'd like to get in the studio and work with?
1: There's literally, I mean, there's, there's such a huge list of people we'd love to get involved with, um, you know, writing, recording and stuff. But it's, I think, uh, you know, I mean, I what, a, what a, a dream of mine would be to do something with Stevie Wonder, but the chances of that happening are slim to bugger all, do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, with, at, the, at the moment, we're just kind of sort of moving forward um, with everything that we're doing, and, and we're really fortunate that we have worked with some amazing people. I mean, I've worked, I mean, on my album, I mean, I've, I've had the privilege of working with the likes of Roy Ayers, uh, Jocelyn Brown. Ursula Rucker Carleen Anderson Kenny Thomas um, and some, some of the some of the local people and also guys you know in, in the States you know it's it's been an amazing experience um, so I've kind of fulfilled a lot of ambition working with these people um, but you know the elusive Stevie Wonder I will get to him one day <laughs> somehow the- I'll get to him <laughs> just stop. we the- share the same we share the same birthday as well we're both born on the same day so that's an omen. Surely there's something written in the stars somewhere, you know, Mystic Meg with her crystal balls or whatever can just say, yeah, one day you will work together.
0: www.myspace.com forward slash Stereo Sushi HK. Have you got any DJing gigs yourself coming up over the next few months?
1: Uh, yes, I am. Well, I'm actually playing in Switzerland this weekend um, in Zurich. And then, what are we, sort of October, I'm playing at ADE. Um, on the 24th I think it is the Friday the 24th which could be a cracking gig uh, that's I'm playing with um, Jamie Lewis uh, Panavino DJ and um, some of the guys um, the residents there which is going to be awesome really looking forward to that um, also playing in Dubai the following week Um, on a Thursday quite randomly Um, and then November and December I'm kind of tinkering with dates at the moment nothing is confirmed and then I'm back out to Australia and Asia after the new year so uh, yeah it's all very hectic High
0: Fidelity soulful house music fresh from the deep so do you actually get time to go away on holiday then have time off from the studio? Or are you just constantly working and then you get a little bit of time off when you go for gigs?
1: Um, well, I mean, I mean, if I do things like, you know, when I, when I go away, I mean, I, I've, I've been to Australia a few times now and I tend to go for two or three weeks um, and it's kind of a bit of a holiday for me as well. You know, it's, it's my time out of the studio to kind of recharge the creative batteries. Um, but obviously you know, we, Myself and my wife We tried to get away As much as we can But um, this year I mean We were pretty stupid To even think this But we thought We would just actually stay In this country um, We thought You know Because last year We went away to Bali um, For a couple of weeks Where I had To have a gig as well But then we kind of Tied it all in together Which is really nice Um, and then so this year, you know, with all the flying around that we've done, thought, well, you know, let's just chill out in the old good old England and and have a nice holiday here in the peeing rain and the wind and every other ghastly element that the weather can throw at us. So we're not doing that next year, we're going away somewhere. (laughs) Well, I mean the only thing I can say that's a good bonus is I have amazingly lush green grass in the garden but
0: that's the only bonus that I can possibly imagine to pick out from the summer that we've had. www.myspace.com forward slash hk. You mentioned you spend a lot of time flying over in Australia on planes. Do you take an MP3 player or do you sit and actually do studio work on the plane? And if you do take an MP3 player, what do you actually listen to? What type of stuff do you listen to to (laughs) relax?
1: Well, when I'm sat on when I'm doing long haul stuff, I've got obviously everyone's got the trusty old iPod, um, which um, unusually there is there is no dance music on my iPod whatsoever. Yeah, it's all just kind of you know soul and jazz and some some rocks, you know. And it, basically, I, you know, my my tastes are so kind of um, varied, so I listen to basically anything as long as it's good. I don't, you know, I will listen to it. Um, so I've got that, and I've got my PSP, of course. So I always take a selection of new games. I always treat myself to a couple of uh, uh, games while I'm in the old GT3, just to kind of occupy my time, which is nice. Um, but work-wise, no. I mean, I, I mean. I use I use Mac in the studio. Um, I, at this stage, I've got a PC laptop, um, but a lot of my inspiration, when I'm in the studio, comes from working with all my outboard gear. You know, I've got you know a lot of outboard rack stuff, analog stuff, and you know nice you know pianos, and, and that's where kind of things start off for me. And so to not have that, I'll just be sitting there in front of the blank screen, just thinking, well, you know, what have I got to play with? You know, some samples that everyone else in the world has used. So I kind of use the time on the plane, just a bit of non-music time for me, which is not very often because <laughs> <laughs> every, every day is always something to do with music. So, it's you know, I actually kind of look forward to long haul flights in the funny old way just to, to, to be, you know, nobody can phone me. I can't phone anybody. There's no emails. There's nothing. That's that one time that you can actually sit there and complete kind of non-contactability.
0: Stereo Sushi, food for the soul. Finally, there's a DJ competition, a remix competition running at the moment on one of your tracks. Can you tell me a little bit more about it and how people can enter?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, basically, um, we have joined forces with Stereo Sushi, um, who obviously, you know, um, there have been great supporters of our music, including um, tracks on um, previous compilations over the years and obviously on Head Candy as well. And uh, so it was kind of put in motion to do a kind of collaborative remix competition. Um, and the track that we have decided to use is unbelievable, that I did with Angie Brown. So uh, you can literally just kind of go onto the website, download all the parts, and uh, start firing your remixes over. So um, we're looking forward to going through all of the uh, submissions, and then um, the obviously the winner will receive some uh, stereo sushi gear, and and also uh, will be considered for inclusion on the full release of Unbelievable, which will be sometime in October. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. See uh, you know all the all the uh, sort of the the, the more unknown uh, unknown, you know, unknown people. i quite looking forward to um, hearing stuff because there's. there's it's very difficult to break into the into the industry these days because um, there is so much flying around. So hopefully this will help kind of give the opportunity for some producers to work with some. Obviously Andy's vocals superb, so you know it might be just what they need to kind of you know tie everything together and actually submit something that's uh, that would be great to put out.